everyone. We are Marnie and Curtis. Welcome to Family Talks. Getting the conversation going for healthy relationships. We're so glad you've joined us. Hey guys, we are Marnie and Curtis and welcome once again to Family Talks. Hi guys. A journey to healthy relationships. In this podcast, we're going to be speaking on many subjects about life, love, relationships, etc. And last week, we shared a portion of our story chatting about the concept of our monthly family talks in our home and how it changed the way we did family. It uh, actually it really changed the way we did communication. I know in my family, we didn't really talk about things, so it was really cool to to kind of establish new patterns and so it set us up to be healthier and help to keep our family life clear of resentments yeah and so if you haven't listened to our first podcast go for it because it'll give you insight into what we're going to be doing in the future but we decided early on as a family that we would have an open conversation once a month by lighting a candle having an open family meeting where we can share our concerns, our frustrations, challenges with each other and our lives. And there was also no subject that was taboo as long as we showed respect and we were kind to each other. Yeah, it was good. We encouraged our kids to even address us with things that they felt they needed to talk to us about. Yeah, and so it usually went for about one hour long, but we always found that these challenges and conflicts were worked out, and we had time to really listen to one another and hear from one another and share together. I think also we all have triggers and things in our life that, you know, cause us to react, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think we'd like to share these moments where our family talks intersected with some of our own personal issues and how our sessions improved the quality of our life and actually made us open to change and to therapy. Mm-hmm. Each of us in our family, we've had these moments in our family talks where we would be addressed and it's not been comfortable and you know when you're the one in kind of the hot seat so to speak it's it's not comfortable at all so today we'd like to discuss blind spots i think the one thing that we've seen over and over in our family talk sessions is that we help to kindly address one another in our blind spots And, you know, we all have blind spots because each of us have a limited perspective on our own life. Yeah. I think think we can't really fully see our own life and our own self without the help of those around us. Yeah. And I think, you know, these these times it would be it would just come up quite naturally as we would start talking. So I would like to share my story and Kurt's going to share his story of some family talks where he was being addressed. But today, I think we each have more than one story. Yeah, 
Yeah, but today, you know, I just like to say that nobody likes it when people feed into our weaknesses. <laughs> um, it's challenging, actually, to let other feed into our blind spots, but it's so necessary. So here it goes. Um, we had gone through a really dark season in our life, and I was a lot at home cocooning after a really tough season. It was about 10 years ago. Yeah, and I had been alone a lot, not going out of the house much for me and my personality. This was a bit of a change for my family. It's totally not you. Yeah. So one day, Curtis and my three daughters, Mia, Tori, and Kate... During our family talk, they chatted with me that it was time for me to move on and get healing for my life and move forward. They suggested that I get therapy. With a capital T. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I was quiet during that session and I didn't respond much because I was so mad at them. Which is also very unusual for you to be quiet. Yeah. Um, so I was so mad at them. And then I didn't even really speak to them for like 24 hours after. But, you know, in that 24 hours, it came to me that you guys were right. I think, too, what is kind of sweet and unusual about that is because like your natural role in our family is you're the glue you're the rock of the family you're the one that sets the temperature so usually when something's wrong you're the one we all go to and i think that's there's nothing wrong with that yeah. but so for you to be the one that we were talking to was that was pretty uh uh monumental yeah and awkward <laughs> But, you know, after those 24 hours, I really realized I did need therapy. And I did need to start trusting someone again and share my journey to get free and begin my life again. But I was really mad at my family for 24 hours. And to be honest, a lot of swear words were in my mind as well. So that 24 hours really ended up giving me a new perspective. I walked through that pain, but it was what I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the best things for us to grow or hear are not what we want to hear. Mm -hmm. So every, Yeah, everyone say, ouch, with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took me about a week to look into therapy and begin the process of setting it up. I think, too, you know... At that time in our life, like we were quite um, limited financially as well. So that was another natural reason to kind of resist right. investing in therapy. Yeah. But, you know, there's another, it's just like kids sharing their heart. You can't put a price on that. But your own health in your soul, you can't put a price on it. And it's almost as important as buying milk. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I felt so frozen and paralyzed to move forward, but I thought I would give therapy a try. But boy, was there a battle going on inside of me. So I reached out, I sent the email, and I asked for an appointment. And as I walked to my appointment, 
a lot was going on inside of me. How could I trust this person? I don't really want to talk about my pain. I don't really want to talk about my life. But I went anyway. But as I went, my my steps felt very heavy. (laughs) So my first appointment was actually really refreshing. My therapist was kind. Um, She was careful with me. I told her my story. And she actually reaffirmed some things that were good in my heart. I think also, like, sorry to interrupt, but I think at that time, like your heart, because of the hurt, you had kind of had a, a, um, like a wall around your heart and you, it was even difficult for you to receive affirmation. Mm -hmm. And so... And so she, she just reaffirmed these good things in my heart and in my life. And she gave me some excellent guidance and perspective for my next season. So I took notes, of course, and I walked home with a great new deal of hope. I needed therapy. And I can say this with all confidence. I believe every one of us needs therapy. Yeah, I think. I think we're all the poster child of some form of dysfunction. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So if we don't extract those buried things in our lives, we can't be free to walk in our purpose. Mm -hmm. So I set off for a new season of therapy once every two weeks. And to be honest, this was enough because then I could process the information, the guidance and the wisdom that therapy gave me. And one real take-home in my therapy was that it was giving me perspective on my life that I had, would not have had without it. Mm-hmm. How important perspective is. Yeah, again, it's blind spots. It's things, therapy helps you to see what you normally wouldn't see. Yeah, but it's also scary to open up your soul to someone else, especially when we've been hurt. So what a process, what a beautiful, awkward process. I am so glad I listened to my family. It's amazing how you can get so upset and love your family at the same time. (laughs) Thank God I was open to you guys and you guys opened me up basically like a clown. Yeah, you know, and it really does take humility and the thing I think we've learned in our life that so much good is allowed into our life when we're humble and open to each other rather than being proud and stubborn or closed. Yeah. How important it is to be like open to feedback, Mm -hmm. to evaluation, to improvement and adjustment or tweaking. And for someone to touch those areas of pain in our lives, whew. So to hear things we don't really like, it's necessary for us to listen to it, for us to grow. So I really had a posture of defensiveness that had to go. I even felt it was protecting me from more pain or hurt. Mm -hmm. So one skill in life that I have needed to undo is that posture of defensiveness. And, you know, it's natural to become defensive, but in shutting out things that potentially could hurt us, we're actually shutting out all the things that 
can be good coming into our lives. Yeah. So I think we don't need to be defensive, but it's hard to unlearn. Mm -hmm. I had to have an open attitude to learn and receive feedback. But I realized I really had that posture of defensiveness. And I had to relearn some things to be open and pliable. This posture will define who we are and make us better. Mm -hmm. And so in our family talk sessions, often there is one of us that's kind of on the hot seat, which is horrible and awesome at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's both. Yeah, because you're growing into a beautiful human and processing issues is so important. Mm -hmm. And so friends... Our blind spots don't have to stay being our blind spots if we are open. Our main takeaway from this podcast today is therapy can give you perspective and having a posture of openness can be your road there. That's just so good. So, well, cheers, friends. This is Marnie and Curtis. You are listening to Family Talks. Show grace to someone today. See you next time, guys. Bye, everybody. And so, there you have it. Thank you for listening today to Family Talks. This is Marnie and Curtis. Till next time.